we have a mind that is not designed to feel, see, touch, energy. I am. And more of us are waking up to that. So this limited belief processing mind of ours is the only thing that's getting in the way of us being able to understand. I'm putting quotations around that. Our mind wants to understand things. Energy is not in a box. You, you know, the three of us are connected. I know we need to go here, but it's, it's about dissolving the limited beliefs and absolutely healing happens over zoom because it, it, it's just, we're all in the same sea of energy. Always. We always have been. It's just that we forgot. And welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dotchis-Marmette. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hello and welcome to episode 92 of the Art of Living Well podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, I have one quick announcement. We are officially in a new season. It's September, and that means it's time for our next community-supported seven-day functional medicine liver detox. Are you ready to join our supportive community and take your health to the next level? These past few months of summer have been amazing, and as much as we've all loved the barbecues and patio dining, vacations, and overall break from routine, we are listening to you and Marnie and myself, as well as I know a lot of you out there, feel like you need a reset and we really hope you join us to experience the amazing benefits of our program. This functional medicine liver detox will help you boost your immunity, reduce toxic load and bloating, increase your energy, improve your digestion and your mood in just one week. And you'll really learn to tune into your body's unique needs and walk away with a set of tools and a better understanding of your own body. Plus, you will feel so proud of your accomplishment. We start on Sunday, September 19th, so if you're local, reach out to us the date this episode drops and you can pick up a kit, and if you're not local, message us. We can have one shipped to you, and you could just start um, one or two days late. But don't just take our word for it. Here's what one of our detox alumni had to say. Stephanie and Marnie have been great communicators and outlined the program with no stone uncovered. If any question did arise, they were quick to answer it. I love the recipes and I found that I didn't snack and I met my goals to get back on track and reset my eating and drinking. Seven days may seem long, but you can do it with the support of Stephanie, Marnie, and the group. And now let's dive into today's amazing guest, who is Dr. Jess Bell, a licensed and board certified osteopathic physician, pain specialist, and provider of energetic osteopathy. Dr. Jess became an osteopathic physician in her early 20s and a pain management specialist in her early 30s. As she worked with pain, she identified that her patients needed more than what the medical world alone could offer. Over time, Jess became aware of a much greater source of healing than she had learned about through training and education. She learned that traditional medicine, including osteopathy, does not incorporate a process of self-healing, self-actualization, and self-illumination, and knew that this was a missing piece to fully embody healing. 
Early in the COVID-19 pandemic, she stepped fully into her true soul purpose when she received guidance to work entirely in a distant setting. And while she was initially hesitant that she would be able to heal in the same manner as she could in person, she soon came to realize that the treatments became even more effective and transformative. Now, this is a true COVID pandemic silver lining. Since Dr. Jess pivoted into this virtual, virtual environment, she observed that chronic pain and trauma that previously took many months or even years to resolve in her clinical practice were dissolving and releasing within the first one to three treatments. We unpack so much in today's conversation. Yes, it's a little bit of a longer episode for us, but it is worth every single minute. You're going to learn about how Dr. Jess empowers you to have an active role every day by going into your body from the ground. And she talks all about energy and how energy is the ultimate healer. And really it's about connecting to your body. And when we hold energy in our heads, as we often do, we become kind of like crazy people and you're just repeating your to-do list and the same thoughts, but she really empowers you to be inside your body every single day. As an energy healer and osteopathic physician, Dr. Jess integrates and bridges the world of modern medicine with the energetic fields, offering root level healing in its most complete form. I have personally been working with Dr. Jess Bell for the past few months on one-on-one -on -one sessions. And, you know, right after we had this conversation that you're about to hear today, I knew that she could help me with some personal health challenges that I've been working with now for over three years. And she truly offers her patients a collaborative healing experience. And what I love about her approach is that she really empowers you to take an active role in the healing process. She guides you to tap into what you know is the root cause of your health issues by finding these energetic densities that are contained within our tissues and our organs and bones of the physical body. And she's able to help move this stagnated, dense energy and help clear it out. And then she guides you to be able to do this on your own as part of your daily practice and maintenance. I do want to mention that since the recording of this episode, Dr. Jess's practice has continued to evolve and expand given the growing demand of her services and she is no longer seeing patients in a one-on-one -on -one setting. However, she has several group and community programs, including regular virtual group sessions, which you can participate in that will give you a preview into her work and also provide wonderful maintenance after working with her in one of her more intense programs. And Marnie and I talk about this on the podcast today because we both had the privilege of participating in one of her community sessions a few days before we recorded this interview. And Dr. Jess has a special offer for all of our listeners. If you participate in her one-day healing intensive group session on Saturday, October 16th, and use the code livingwell at checkout, you will receive $35 off that program. And at the very end of this conversation, Dr. Jess guides us all through a brief exercise where you can experience firsthand her amazing gifts. So I could go on and on, but this episode is truly a must listen for everyone, but especially anyone suffering from chronic pain or who's had lingering health conditions that you haven't been able to successfully treat through more traditional means. So with that, let's dive right in with this 
inspiring and enlightening conversation filled with hope with the amazing and talented Dr. Jess Bell. But first, a quick word from our new sponsor. The Healthy Place, an online and brick and mortar supplement store based in Wisconsin. We know how overwhelming and confusing shopping for vitamins and supplements can be, and many people start taking supplements without understanding what their body needs. It is so important to ensure that the supplements you're taking are high quality, free of common allergens, GMOs, and third-party tested, so you know that what you are putting in your body is actually what it states on the bottle. We recently sat down and chatted with the founder of The Healthy Place, Tim O'Brien, whose mission as a company is to impact, empower, and educate every customer to learn, grow, and create a lifelong foundation of health and wellness. Both Tim and his wife and co-owner, Becky, strive to inspire their customers to make healthy changes that will impact every area of their life. And we couldn't agree more with their values. One of the things that sets the Healthy Place apart from the other places that you can buy supplements from is their team of wellness consultants who are ready to help you find the highest quality product. They won't just find you a product for what you believe you may need, they ask questions to understand the underlying condition that you're trying to address, and they really guide and educate you on your journey to find wellness. And now they have an online chat feature that duplicates the level of service that you get from their in-person store, allowing you to receive personalized service from the comfort of your home. Some common ailments they love helping customers address include chronic pain, stress, anxiety, sleep issues, and even energy and immunity. We were so impressed with their genuine desire to help educate and motivate their customers to get to the root of their issue and address it in a very holistic way. Another benefit we love about findyourhealthyplace.com is that they carry many different vetted brands so that you are not stuck with one brand or product to try. So head on over to findyourhealthyplace.com and chat with an online wellness consultant. You can use code LIVINGWELL for 30% off the full price of your supplement purchase. Hi, Jess. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. We are so excited that we were introduced to you and your, your unique and very holistic approach to healing and medicine. And Marnie and I were lucky enough to participate in one of your group sessions that you did last Saturday. Um, and we, we can't wait to dive in and to share all this with our audience today um, and just how you're able to help heal people. So Everyone has a story and we'd love for you to share your journey, which ultimately led you to focus on energetic osteopathy. Yeah, thank you. Uh, th thanks for having me on the show, Stephanie and Marnie. It's such a privilege to be here. Um, and uh, yeah, it was such a treat to have both of you able to join in the most recent group treatment, which I'll, I'll share more about later. Um, shall I dive right into my story? Absolutely. Yeah. That's how we do it. So just for people listening, we typically pronounce it osteopathy. It's one of those words that a lot of people uh, have their time with, and it's totally thank fine. You. I did uh, not know that. For anyone out there who's wondering what osteopathy is yet, yeah, no, it's osteopathy. So osteopathy. So I'm an osteopathic physician. Um, and here we go. Here's the segue. So um, I was um, a very young, uh, ambitious and driven kid that I was very young when I first decided that um, I was going to be a doctor. I was only about four years old and it was, it was really wow. around the time that my dad passed away and tragedy really struck my family. And I was run over by a car at the age of four. There were all these oh. really huge oh things that happened gosh. in life. 
And so it was like this inner knowing that I had at that time of my life. And it was really all that. So, so for me, age four was the year when my entire world turned upside down. And what came into it was just this, this knowing that I was here to help other people. I was here to serve. I was here to heal. Um, and at that time, my language was, I'm going to be a doctor. So that was just this, I mean, I never veered off of that path. Um, it, it was not even an option. It just was who I was. It was what I was here to do. And so when I got to the point where I was applying to medical schools, I started talking to MDs, to allopathic physicians, and they pretty much all said unanimously, don't go to medical school. It's going to be, you know, it's medicine's changing. It's not what you think it is. Do anything but do this. And so it, it really derailed me for a few years until a day when I had dinner with some friends of a friend. And they told me about osteopathy. They had um, rental houses and apartments up here in Maine where I live. And, um, and I didn't know that there was, and they said that they rent out to medical students. And so I found out that there was this thing called an osteopathic medical school in Maine. And that was the first time I ever actually heard that, that word osteopathic. And as soon as I heard it, something in me aligned to it. So I started exploring, what is this osteopathy? What is osteopathic medicine? And lo and behold, I found my path. So I, I, I knew that was what I was here to do. I knew that to become an osteopath was the path. And I got myself into school. I went to a medical school in California um, and graduated with a degree in medicine, osteopathic medicine, and quickly became a medical specialist that is called a physiatrist or a physical medicine specialist, which is kind of like a non-surgical orthopedic specialist because I've always loved the human body. So what ended up happening is I got out of medical training, did all my residency training and went into a very traditional medical practice. And what I saw was people in pain and I was trained to give them medications. I was trained to give them injections. I was trained to refer them to surgeons and I witnessed people decompensating before my very eyes and really suffering. And I knew then that I wasn't serving them the way that I was supposed to serve them. So I started kind of um, treating them. I started putting my hands on them as I'd been trained to do as a DO. In medical school, they don't really teach us about the spiritual aspects of osteopathy. They definitely don't talk about the energetic aspects, aspects of healing. And so it took me a while to take my education and, and put it into application with the patients. And what happened was I watched people get better. So medicines, injections, people were decompensating, putting my hands on people, in ways that I was just like, well, I don't really know if this is going to help you, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I watch people get better. So I just knew that that was the way I pulled out of that medical practice. I went back into a residency program. That one was more um, designed to teach me the higher level osteopathic skills that I needed to be able to ultimately open up my own osteopathic practice, which is exactly what I did. So in 2012, I stepped out of a traditional group practice and I opened my own solo practice and I started putting my hands on people every day and people started having these like truly spiritual experiences, looking at me and asking, what are you doing? What are you even doing? Because I, I come in and I feel this one way and then I leave and I don't even know what you did and I feel this other way and um, I've never had this experience before. So 
it was so fascinating to me because I just started to feel things moving around in people's bodies. The second my hands went onto people's bodies on their skin, it was almost like I could just, I was a scuba diver. That's the best way I can describe it. I got to scuba dive below and any of the people out there who are scuba divers, you look at the surface of the water and you see this kind of, you know, a film, right? And then you go down if you're in like a coral reef, for example, and there's this humongous, beautiful, incredible paradise underneath the surface of the water. That's what osteopathy became for me. Um, my mentor who recently passed away is a man um, whose name is Jim Jealous, and he brought osteopathy into a whole new paradigm, meaning he called it something different, and it's called biodynamics. And what that means is that everybody has inherent healing fluidity within all of their cells, all of their tissues, all of their organs. When we as doctors, as osteopathic doctors, synchronize with our patients, that's what I do when I scuba dive. I, when I synchronize, I drop down below the surface of the water or drop down the, below the surface of the skin. And all of a sudden, I'm a participant in an inherent healing experience that every single human on this planet has programmed within them. Can I interrupt you for one second, Jess? Can you just um, explain to our listeners what osteopathy is? Because I'm thinking some people don't even aren't familiar with that and how it's different. Like DO and osteopathy are one and the same, correct? Yes. So So can you you just explain that quickly? Yeah, I will. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you, if you are somebody who is um, going to a doctor or wants to become a doctor, there's, you can go into two parallel, um, the privilege level of an MD and a DO are the same, but one, so if you go to an MD school, for example, and become an MD, you will get maybe a little bit of integrative health but you won't learn how to put your hands on a patient and begin to treat them, offer them a therapeutic treatment that will help restore the physical body and the organ systems of the body to wholeness, to health. Every single body is self-healing. And so an osteopath learns hands-on osteopathy in medical school. And that is the biggest differentiation. And we also learn how our body is wired to heal So we focus on finding the health with a capital H. The body wants to heal. An MD, traditional, an an MD program focuses more on the disease model. So it's really aligning with the health versus aligning with the disease. One is an intervention, such as surgery, medications, therapies. And then osteopathy is about how do we actually find the health inside of every body, which, which every single body has um, an inclination to heal. So we, it's a, it's a really different lens through which we view healthcare. So it's a huge difference, but as far as the rest of the curriculum, the rest of the training identical. So a DO doesn't necessarily graduate putting their hands on patients and treating them. Actually very, very few DOs do that these days because we live in a very different medical model where insurance doesn't reimburse at high rates for osteopathic treatment. So very few DOs are actually osteopaths that do what I do. I'm a specialist within osteopathy. So a DO can graduate and do exactly the same thing as an MD, meaning they can become a surgeon or an emergency room physician or an obstetrician. So it's the privilege level is exactly the same, but the DO has a very health oriented view and a hands-on skill set. So interesting. That's fascinating. And so 
And if you think about like a functional medicine doctor or integrative, it sounds like maybe that's even in between, Yes, you know, a traditional MD, right. And a DO and, but you've got this hands-on, hands-on is really skill. what, what, you know, and, and MD can go back, differentiate, you know, and I've, I've met some really skilled MDs who have gone back and they've gotten osteopathic training and they've learned how to do osteopathic treatment. So, um, so for those of you that are listening out there, if, you know, it's, it, just by going to a DO does not ensure that you're going to have a DO that puts their hands on your body and treats you. That's a very specific kind of osteopath. It's, it's just an additional, um, we all get a baseline level of that kind of skill training in our, in our medical education, but not in residency. So when it, what ends up happening is we all start medical school and we, we strip down to our bras and our underwear and we start treating one another, literally like you went to medical school, I became a patient. <laughs> and a doctor. And so we would go into osteopathic lab and we would, we put our hands on people and we started to learn how to touch skin and feel subtleties. And before long, we were all treating one another and it was amazing. Then we go off into residency and most people lose it at that point because I was trained to not put my hands on people. Mm-hmm. So that's why I had to go back years later after my residency training, after I went into traditional practice. And it was only after seeing the, the, the gaps in our healthcare and the people decompensating in my pain management practice, that was when I realized, and it was, it was a call. I mean, I'm a very spiritual person, deeply spiritual person, and I receive tremendous guidance from the divine source. So I knew I had to do this. I got called divinely to start working with people in this way. And that's what brought me back into a training program. And that's what led me to open up my own practice. So It's so interesting. I like my mind is just going with so many questions for you, but I'm wondering if you can also tell our listeners how this is different from Reiki energy healing. Yeah. So I haven't even gotten to the energy part. So, so the last part, so basically there's like three different kind of big, big parts of my journey, which is how I got to be a DO in a pain management practice that, that was very traditional right? So that was kind of like tier one of my life career. Then I opened my own practice, solo practice, but that was only hands-on. So I had a, I have, I had an office where people came to see me and I gave them traditional osteopathic treatment with my hands on their bodies, physical bodies. A little over a year ago, because of our pandemic, I had to close my practice down and I knew that what I was doing was applicable without having to actually put my hands on a physical person. Cause I knew what I was doing. I was treating people. I was finding myself in my practice. Sometimes I treat people and my hands weren't on their bodies and the treatment was even more powerful. So when we went into this pandemic, I, I knew that I could treat people by remote can, that we could actually do a remote treatment. So I started actually doing that. And, um, and it, I was starting to treat people over zoom And wherever they were in the world, I have people I treat that are in Germany or in Peru or, you know, Mexico, I mean, all over the country, all over the world. And very, very quickly, I mean, within like the first treatment, I felt the treatment that I would feel if they were in my physical presence in an amplified way. It was almost, it's not almost as if when we're no longer interfering with one another, my skin's not touching your skin we move entirely into an energy platform, quantum healing. But as an osteopathic physician, I, this is how, this is to answer your question. 
and how this is different from Reiki. I actually have 20 years of training and experience of working specifically within your body. I see your anatomy and physiology down to the cellular level. So now that I've moved into the world of working with um, treating you, I see you as a holographic. I actually use my own body when I treat you. And I can treat one person, I can treat 100 people. It doesn't matter. Because when we come together and synchronize into one healing container and I open up that container, we move energy in ways that is so specific to your system because we all have our own unique energetic grid, but there's an overlap. We come from the same energetic source so that we overlap with one another. We're all connected to one another while you, Marnie, have your own energetic fingerprint that's only yours. So basically that's how I started to work with people. I started just with one person at a time and I, the second I would go into a treatment with them, I would actually begin to see where in their body, their anatomy was showing itself to me, which meant that there was some dense energy that was getting stuck in their particular bone, for example. And by, by going into it, I liberated that energy and all of a sudden their pain went away. I mean, it's amazing. There's so much to say about all of this. So basically a year ago, I, I took a huge leap and I closed down my physical hands-on practice and started doing everything in the energetic field without touching people, seeing the results deepen and the treatments get more powerful. I mean, every single treatment every day, I'm seeing more people healing from things that I, um, I would have taken me years or months to work through with my individual sessions. And then I realized I can do take big groups of people and treat them at one, at one time. Um, and that's pretty much what I've been doing ever since. So do you feel our energy right now? <laughs> I'm not tapping into it. And so you have to get sense, right? Okay. I feel my own. I'm in my I'm own field. I'm just curious, so like if yeah. you're sensing yeah. all this so energy. Did, yeah. I feel so. I also, one of the things that has been really amazing for me. So um, part of my personal story is that, um, and this is really what helped me to figure out how I can treat these group programs. I'm teaching people how to treat themselves. So I was run over, I, I mentioned, by a car when I was four. Right after my dad died, I was pinned under the car, a car, and my pelvis was um, was really altered. And I'm an athlete, and I've always been very athletic. And so I've had a history of really intense, chronic, left-sided sacral pain that I actually no longer have. And after 40 years, I'm 44 years old, after 40 years of going to all of these different doctors and all of these different healers, traditional, non-traditional, I always had pain that was not incapacitating, but really hard to work around. Um, and, and I'm a CrossFitter and I'm and a mountain biker and I'm a really avid, like I'm a physical person. Um, I have zero pain now. And it was, it was really at the time. So every morning when I wake up now, I actually treat myself and I don't have physical pain that stays around. I have normal aches and pains that we all do. They come and go but nothing sticks anymore. And I have no chronic pain anymore. Whereas before I was riddled with it. So, um, so what happened was I learned how to tune into my own energy field. So when I'm talking to you right now, I use my hands. I'm very expressive with my hands because I'm actually feeling my own, my own field. I speak with an open heart and open channel. So right now my hands are at my heart channel and I, that's basically what I do in order for me to work with another person. I need permission. So you signing up for a group treatment, that's giving me consent. 
when I work with somebody one-on-one, I receive consent. But if I'm just having a conversation with somebody, you're a sovereign being, you have your own energetic system and I'm not permitted. So I'm very respectful of your systems and I would never step in without being granted access. I love that. It's beautiful, actually. Hi. Well, and I'm just so excited to dive into this more. I mean, so you're, you're healing all these different people. And I know you had, you have a specialty in pain and chronic pain, right? And I think that that's something that many, many, many people suffer from. And I can't wait for everyone to hear this conversation and have this hope that I, that I I'm feeling right now. Can you just dive, dive into this a little bit? Like where does physical pain begin? And it kind of, and go through this. And you started to talk a little bit about it, like the energy and the blockage, but I think that's really where this all kind of stems from. You know, that is, that is absolutely one of my favorite questions. Um, The reason being that um, I, I pondered that question for 20 years. So I I went to medical school, started medical school in 2001. um, And I, I've all, like I said, I've always been an athlete. I've always been physical and I had to rehab myself. So when I was four years old, I got run over by a car the doctors came to me and said, and I was a, a very competitive soccer player when my, when my pain really peaked at the, when I hit puberty, I, I actually got uh, pretty incapacitated by pain running down my left leg from the injury of getting run over. And I was, you know, about to go on to a, a, a you know, a varsity, I was going to be a starting varsity freshman in high school. And basically I couldn't, I, I, I collapsed on the field one day, went to the doctors and they said, there's nothing you can do. Just don't ever play soccer again. So that was, that was, I was 13. Um, So that is such a huge part of my story because what happened was I went to bed. I mean, I was, I was like, I was so depressed at that moment. Cause I mean, I was, I was a rising star. I I just, I'm, I'm here to be physical. I'm here to move. I'm here to, um, I'm here to rise above any challenges basically. And so the doctors had to say that to me at that time. And after a few months of, of not knowing what to do and being really inconsolable with my depression, I went into the, the gym and I started exercising. I started looking at people exercising. I started, I knew intuitively that if we can move our bodies, we will heal them. And so, you know, so that was the beginning. I, tra- I trained myself to be very, very strong. I've always been, I've been a bodybuilder. I always still have a ton of muscle in my body. Um, and I move every single day. And now I treat every single day. I treat myself every day. So I know that, that what is going on inside of us, we are energetic beings. We are made entirely of energy. When you take down a physical body all the way down to its cellular components, go into the cells and you see what's going on inside the cells, it distills way down to a photon of light. Mm-hmm. We are light right? We have a, a densely packaged a collection of energetic. Um, it, it appears to be solid. A photon, if you look at a photon, it will be matter, solid, dense matter if you want it to be, if you intend for it to be. If you think that it's going to, if you look at a photon and you study it and you want it to be a, a ray of light, it will do that. So basically we are both. We are matter and we are light, but we are all energy. We are made of energy and energy has to flow. So pain getting back to that question, pain is, is energy that's either come into the body. Now, the most common way that energy comes into the body and gets densely packaged is if we've had some kind of trauma. 
So going all the way back to our childhood, which is where most of us take in the majority of our trauma, because we don't have a filtration system at that time. So, so trauma is, it could be an overt trauma, like, you know, overt abuse, or it could just be that we're born to parents that don't really know how to feel their feelings. Right. And so they just communicate with us in ways that we are, um, that hurt us on an energetic level, emotionally, if we're told don't cry, tough it up. Come on, get up. Let's go. Right. That's traumatic to a little being. And that energy comes into the body. And we are given this, this huge um, download of, of dense energy that says, hold your emotions. Don't be vulnerable. Don't feel. So when that happens as a very young child, and we could get into all kinds of other ways that pain, um, I mean, there's past life wounding that comes in, there's ancestral wounding that comes in, that's a huge topic. But Mm -hmm. just going into this one lifetime, how do we start getting pain? There's some way that a big amount of energy has gotten into your system, trauma being the number one reason when we are young, mostly, but not necessarily. It's just when we're young, we're the most wide open because when we're young, we don't, we just energy just pours in. We take in everything from the outer world. And so if our little delicate system takes in energy too fast, someone yells at you and says, you're no good, right? That's traumatic. That broadcast comes in, energy comes in and gets stored somewhere in the body in an unprocessed dense form. Then it stays there. Energy just needs to flow. That's it. But if it's in an unprocessed dense form, it's stagnant. It gets kind of stuck in one place in your body. It gets put off into a subconscious container. You don't know it's there. And so after a period of time, your body is very smart. It wants the energy to be able to get processed. I know this is a long answer. Eventually, it will start to rise to the surface. And first, it'll start to create emotional disturbances. You might just be a little bit more irritable in life. You might be depressed. You might run anxiety through your system. You might just not really, you might feel kind of numb and disconnected and dissociated. And eventually, if this goes on long enough, it'll rise to the physical body level and it will show you where the dense energy is being lodged way down deep. It'll manifest as pain because the body wants you to go down there. So pain is only a messaging system and all pain in the body, without exception, has energetic roots. So we are not able to address pain on a physical body level until we we go back in energetically at the source and start getting the energy flowing there in conjunction with whatever interventions you choose through your traditional medical route. So that's why pain is such a funny thing. I, for years and years and years, decades, I had this question of why does pain come? Where is it coming from and why does it go away, but then come back again? Mm-hmm. And so with all of my gifts and all my skills in working in my traditional osteopathic practice, I could help people get out of pain and they would, they would walk away mystified. And then they'd come back and they say, you know what? It came back. It was gone for like two weeks. What did you do? It was that I was, I was, it was like, I was emptying the container from where that dense energy was being stored, but I wasn't opening up the refill of it at the source level. And that's what I do now. So what if a person doesn't know where their pain originated, like their traumatic event? What if, what if you don't have to, you don't have to, so you don't yeah. have to mentally get to zero um, mental need. to. You know. just lay there or whatever and focus on releasing the energy, basically like the person, the, not you, but the person getting the treatment, receiving the treatment. So that, you know, there, when you're, let's just say you're two years old and you're lying in your crib and your parents are, this is a, a common example. 
you know, um, I had a son who, who we, we attempted to the, the cry it out method, right. You know, so a lot of, parents, parents, tons of, tons of, tons of ways that we can. Yes. So, so yes. right. So, so, you know, so to the little child, they don't understand they're two years old. They're screaming their head off. They don't think their parents are coming. That's trauma. Oh, right. It breaks That's my trauma. heart. That I did that nobody, to my Nobody ass. escapes it. That's the point. The point is oh. nobody escapes it. But the thing is we are actually here to take in these dense energies, get them stored somewhere. These dense energies are upgrades. They expand our systems. Life is a series of lessons packaged in painful form. And so every time that we go into the body and we start to open up and integrate all of these unprocessed energies, they're meant to serve us. They're not meant to hurt us. And so, you know, I mean, I had all of them. I had, you know, a father who died. My parents were divorced. I was run over by a car. I had a traumatic upbringing, all of these things. I had like, you name it, I had it. And I, you know, without going too deeply into my story, it was crazy. And my story is one of surviving and thriving now, but it was hard, really, really hard. And, um, and now from the place where I sit, I, I have this, unbel- I live from a place of really pure love. I have this unbelievable life of abundance um, because I have done deep, deep, deep work. And I've taken all, and I didn't need to know all of it. So when we go into counseling, I started therapy when I was four and I was in and out of therapy all my life. And it only got me so far because I understood, I could tell you, I actually even went into, I'm a psychology um, major. So I, I knew psychology inside and outside to the point where I chose it as a major in college and um, with a pre-med focus. And so I, you know, some people come and, and comment and I talk to people as if I'm a psychologist, but a spiritual psychologist, an energetic psychologist, it is important to understand. So I te- that's why I teach. Um, and I teach all of my, my clients. I teach all of my students. I have students and programs and things like this that I'm running now. Um, because it is important to have a sense of it, but the information that I bring to them is more channeled. That's another topic for another day. Um, we just need to remember that as energetic beings, the most important thing is that anywhere in the body where energy is being densely packaged and unprocessed, it's going to create a psychological strain pattern from the brain. It causes warped thinking and perception. So it's, so psychology, classical psychology is all about mindset. It teaches you to understand, but how can you possibly understand trauma that came in so fast that you don't, you can't catch it all. So this is a way to actually transform yourself from the inside out energetically. Naturally, it will change your thinking because you just flow differently. You become wired differently. You tend to feel differently. Your general energetic vibration increases and all of a sudden you're vibrating from a place of more joy, more love, more expansion. And then you can go back in and do some more mindset work from that place. So does that make sense? So it's, it's kind of like we go from the top down in our classical, both in medicine, you know, um, and in psychology. But if you don't start by moving that energy through the system first, then you can understand your stuff all day long. It's not going to change it. Right. This is so cool. I mean, one, it's like you're getting to the root of the pain or whatever the illness yes. is by focusing on the energy. And then I'm also wondering, so if you, if someone works with you and they, you know, have all this pain because of a trauma in their um, childhood, 
and they clear that energy and they keep working with you, say you have future trauma or other things in your life that could potentially cause that stagnation in the energy, is what you're doing like helping them like proactively almost? Is it sort of like proactive care or, you know, future pain wouldn't be as bad or you have the skills then and the resources and the tools to get through that and get the energy flowing quicker. If You're saying, saying that. Right. And actually it's funny that you use the word proactive because in, in medicine right now we have, you know, the intervention, which is kind of like you have the thing and then you go get the treatment. Right. Um, and then we have preventative right. care, which is where you go to your doctor every year. But, but what I'm calling this is proactive healthcare. So, um, so proactive healthcare is that you have an active role every day to move. So what I do now, so I have, there's lots of different ways that I feel so called to help people. The number one most important call that I have is to teach you how to do this. I am here to offer the tools. So I am not unique. I just have a lot of education and a lot of experience. I'm putting those together into group programs where I teach you these tools so that you can literally go inside of yourself every single day and understand how your energetic system works, how it moves into your neurologic system, because the energy is the ultimate healer. It is absolutely the most important thing. And when we know how to move energy through our bodies, we don't accumulate any dense energies anymore. So not only are we clearing out the past stuff that got in there, we're preventing it, we're proactive in not allowing it to, we don't let the, the clutters, the, the gutters get clogged up anymore because we're every single day going in and raking it through. And therefore healthcare changes from the inside out. Healing happens from the inside out, not the outside in. That's always been the way this is. And as our medical system has gotten sicker and sicker and people have gotten sicker and sicker, we are seeing how it doesn't work. So this is the source. I mean, this is what I'm bringing in right now is bridging Eastern, Western, bridging traditional, non-traditional. It never should have been separated out ever. It was never the design. So embodiment and self-treatment, self-healing, that's the wave of the future here. That is exactly what I'm bringing in. So I teach these things. Yes. That's so cool. I, I would love to do that program and learn yeah. how to do that. When I think I, we all so, need you. Yeah. I, I think it would be fun to talk about how Stephanie and I joined your session last week, last weekend. And I was telling you offline that I came into the session a little bit skeptical, not because I don't believe in energy work, because I very much do, but over Zoom was throwing me. That's what was throwing me off. I felt like it was something that needs to be done, you know, where your hands are on somebody or your face to face, you know, in the presence of the person. But anyway, went to the session over Zoom and I was incredibly sore. My legs were like, I could barely bend over. They were so sore from some stuff I had done the previous day. And at the end of the session, I felt amazing and I truly couldn't believe it. Like I told my husband earlier that I couldn't go on our bike ride for the day because I was too sore. And after the session, I was like, I can do it. Like, I feel great. Let's do it. We went on a 20 plus mile bike ride and I, I'm kind of amazed. And I guess one of the questions I have is during that session, you know, you were having us visualize moving the energy out of our body in various places is that how all the sessions typically go or are they all different? Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the amazing thing about our bodies is that 
Um, every single, they're all different. Every single treatment is different because I, I basically take, um, so when I, I work, when I work individually with people, it's a little bit different than when I work with groups. Individually, I, I, um, I go into your body from the ground level up because that's how we build up as an, you know, our, our very, very first energetic center that forms when we're conceived at the moment of conception is the first center that lives way down at the very base of the spine, um, right at the tip of the coccyx. So that's the first center. And then every single center, there are seven in the body essentially. Um, and each center of the body is what feeds the neurology. There's a plexus of nerves that sits very connected to each energy center. And so it moves up the chain. It starts with the first center and we move up. Now, when there are different, um, if, a, if an individual, I'm doing an individual treatment, what I do is I go into each center and then I can, from the each center, veer off and look into everyone's um, unique ways that they've held dense energy. I can see it. I see it being seated into their organ system or into their bone or their ligament or their joints, or I literally will see it when we're in a group treatment. Then, and then once we go there, I direct the person who I'm working with, if this is individual, I bring you, I take your attention. So our, our mind and our breath bring energy to the area where I'm working. And what you're doing is it increases photon density. We talked about the photon earlier. A photon is light where your attention goes. So this is how powerful we are, where our mind attention goes. So if you're right now, Marnie, looking and feeling down in your belly button. Okay. So now just breathe all the way down into your belly button. Okay. Just scanning through that area and bringing your breath into your belly button. And I'm just going to, I'm going to, you're going to feel me right now. Cause I'm going to go in. Right. So just by going into your belly button with your attention on your mind and then breathing into that space, behind your belly button, what you are doing right there is you're actually bringing more photons. You're recruiting more photons. Energy works in a quantum instant. So the second that you take your breath and tune your energy into the area of your belly button, you have more energy flowing through that area. And so when I have you, who I'm treating, focus in on that one body part, you're bringing energy there. And I'm the one who is bringing in a higher intelligence of healing that catalyzes the shifting of that energy. So then all of a sudden, I think you can probably feel what I'm doing right now because I'm going in and I can tell you right now that your second, this is your second energy center that's behind the belly button and yours is shifted a little bit. So it's sitting off to the left side of the midline and I'm just kind of moving it through from left to right. So now I'm feeling into the right lower part of your abdomen. So you and I are now teamed up together. We're a synchronized pair to help you move the energy through. So when I have the person who I'm working with, whether it's the individual or a group of people all doing this, we enhance the experience. We, we enhance the capacity of energy to transform from dense unprocessed form to less dense processed. And that's when it starts to flow and integrate back into your body again. That's how we heal. That's how we return. Our body just wants to feel all of itself as one whole breathing, energetic, moving part, one wholeness. When we take in all these dense energies, it just separates us off and we get a little bit dissonant scattered. We live, we feel disconnected in our bodies and in our lives. And so it is always my intention to bring active participation into each treatment because it actually is part of the treatment. 
but each treatment is different because everyone's going to be bringing in a different resonance. And what I'm, what my job is, especially if there's a big group, I open up every single center one by one until everyone's center is open. We actually together, when we work in that way, it's, it's a lot more powerful than when I work one-on-one because there's a lot more voltage. There's a lot more healing voltage in the container and everybody's going to get the density that moves through their system uniquely where they need it. If you have specific issues that are really plaguing you, a one-on-one treatment is different because then I can actually tune into your one system and tell you exactly where it is, what's going on, and your treatment is much more individualized to you. But it's it's really not necessary for you to do that more than once. I mean, it's it's enough to get one treatment and then move to a group treatment. Oh, well, I love that it's not something that you need to do, you know, every week for the rest of your life. It's 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 no. A very efficient, it's very efficient, let's put it that way, right? And then working through the group as an ongoing sort of maintenance. You know, so Marnie had this pain and she felt amazing after and literally the pain was gone for the most part, if I'm putting words in your mouth. Do most of your patients have an immediate, if they have pain or some other physical symptom, see or see and feel an immediate um, relief? Um, yeah. Oh, well, I will say it, it just is so variable because what we're doing is, yeah. you know, we we're going way, 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 way back. Um, most people like 99% of people notice really big shifts in their field and their bodies. Cause you know, it really depends. Sometimes people are actually not even energetically in their body. I mean, there's been a dissociation there. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes that first treatment is really all about getting them into their body. And then we have to move, you know, so, so that could be the shift. And I have a lot of people who, who say, wow, I had no idea I could feel all this. So sometimes they go from not feeling anything in their bodies to now all of a sudden their bodies are waking up and they're realizing that there's all this pain. And so it's a, such a variable, but, but again, pain is only just showing us where the dense energy is being stored and held. So it's a, my, what, the way that I see this is that, um, we didn't get into the state of pain overnight and we have to continue. My job is to basically hand you over the tools that will help you put the key in the lock of your own bodies. And then it's a daily experience. It's a commitment to moving. So little by little, your body's not going to go from um, imagine you're in chronic pain every single day and the next day you wake up and you're just like not in pain anymore. And it's, and you know, the shift is oftentimes almost um, disabling in itself. So we have, um, a, it's a gentle experience. The, the shifting, I have a lot of people who come to me, especially if the pain just started within the past few months and they'll say, wow, one treatment was, that's all they needed. So they'll almost all feel dramatic shifts and where we go and how that looks is incredibly variable. Yes. Yes. And do you have any, like, could you share an example of maybe someone who had tremendously dramatic shifts or even more than you were, you would ever, you know, expect from someone or, you know, maybe after working with someone for a weeks or months, and maybe it's something other than chronic pain. Um, I don't know if you can share yeah, story. I will definitely. So, so story that comes to me is a woman who had recently been diagnosed with um, colorectal cancer and, um, and cancer is on the rise as we all know. Um, and cancer is, 
it's 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 faulty cellular replication, right? So so something is going on, not within the cell. You have to ask the question: What caused those cells to start to replicate in rapid succession that they can't turn off? So it's an energetic circuitry issue. Okay. So a lot of cancer, I, I would argue that all cancer is derived from unprocessed energy that is oftentimes fear. There's something we don't want to feel. There's something that we're afraid of. So much of it is really fear-based. And so, and then we get the cancer diagnosis and what happens to us, we get even more fear, right? So it's very, it's a very, very, very challenging thing that we have right now because the treatment that we have for cancer is so aggressive. We're going to cut the thing out. We're going to irradiate your whole body. We're going to, you know, kill off all of the cells. And by the way, you're also going to have other cells killed off like your hair and, you know, you're going to get neuropathies. And so we have a, 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 a basically, so, so cancer is something that I treat a lot for lots of reasons. So um, I was working with a woman who is very spiritual and, um, and so, and she knew, and she actually eradicated cancer in herself. She was given a terminal diagnosis. This was a, a different kind of colon cancer that came, came on 20 years later. And so she and I were working together already as I was her doctor and she was my patient. And so she came to me and said, I have cancer again. Now she didn't align with the fear of it because she's like, I know I can get rid of this. Okay. So that's number one. It's vibrational. So when I treat, I said, okay, let's do this. Let's go get, let's go, let's go in. So I basically started working with her and I found the tumor and I saw, I saw it and it has this very chaotic like field. I knew, and this is the most important thing that we all need to know here is that the health capital H the health, which is the body's wanting to be healthy. Body is aligned to the health inside, no matter what it is, whether you have a shoulder problem, whether you have a tumor, whether you have a, um, I'm working with a woman right now who's in liver failure. She's waiting for a new liver. I'm regenerating her liver right now. It's unbelievable but the woman who had the cancer. So I found it energetically. I went into the sacral. It was her first center. She was unrooted. I saw the tumor. And actually this was, this was a little earlier on the tumor. I, I was, I felt the fear of the tumor. And so I actually, in my own body thought, I need to get out of here. I'm not going to go in there. And then in that moment, I was visited by one of my, my spirit guides, which is a hummingbird. A hummingbird came to the window and I, it looked at me, actually, this is a, an amazing experience. This happened. Um, I was treating her and I was in, in Mexico. A hummingbird came to the window and I could feel this hummingbird and the message of the hummingbird, which is, which is just play, just play, just go in, just be, be light, be joy, go. So I, instead of backing away, which was what her body was telling me to do, because I could feel the fear of it, I, I went in and I, I just aligned right into the middle, which is exactly what I tell people to do with their breath, with their attention. Go into the center of whatever it is that hurts, whatever it is. Every single emotion has a location in the body where it's located, where dense energy is being located. Oftentimes it's in our heart, our solar plexus, which is upper abdomen. Maybe it's lower down in the middle of the belly. When I went into the middle of this tumor, I found the light. I aligned with with the light and the health. And all of a sudden, I literally felt this thing going away. I felt it dissolving. She went to get a scan because she was going to go and have the tumor resection and radiation. When they went in to do the scan, there was no tumor there. Oh my God. And that was one treatment. Wow. And, and, and it, yourself, I mean, her response to the treatment like was so before. profound. Uh, you know, I went somewhere else. I don't know what happened. And she said that she felt like she literally left her body, like she had levitated. Um, and, there's a, yeah. 
I was just going to say, I mean, first of all, that is unbelievable, truly. <laughs> but yeah. this is a woman you had worked with previously, right? Yeah. So you already had um, some like spiritual rapport with her or I, I don't know, like, I guess my question is, I wouldn't want people, and maybe they should think this, but that they could come to you and one session and all of a sudden their cancer is cured or Correct. is that, it, I mean, yeah. I just want to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Great question. Yes. So I, I use that as an extreme example because basically what I'm saying here is that we, when we are aligned to the health within our own bodies. So that was the difference with this one woman. She knew mm -hmm. that this was every single thing in the body is there's um we it's like if we truly align to the to the truth that our body is self-healing self-regulating designed to heal and we do what we are able to do in our lives which is everything that i teach everything that i teach is about understanding what you're made up of you're an energetic person. You are an energetic being. You are made of energy and energy wants to flow. When you just, just that alone, when, and, and, and I, there are a million ways of that I teach this so that we can really bring it into an embodied knowing, not just an understanding. Cause when we understand that from the mind, we're like, cool. All right. That's a neat concept, but actually getting energy into getting yourself into your body and beginning to connect in and move the energy through your body is the solution to healing no matter what. So now there is a lot more going on here. This is a huge conversation. So let's just say that you have a soul that designed, you know, designed yourself to die at a certain age from this cancer or whatever, you know, there are incurable things that we are basically born into. And that is just, you know, that's just the way that it goes. My job is to move you into a state of full expression, alignment, health, and cohesion, wholeness with no matter what it is that you have going on inside of your body. But if you don't believe it, if you're like, you know what, this isn't going to work. Now, mm -hmm. let's just say you have a shoulder problem and I go in and I start moving the energy. I can most of the time move energy through that, that shoulder to the point where there is a significant reduction in pain in one treatment so that it actually really helps to, to um, shift the mindset. Cause that's, that's really, I mean, that's what happened with you, Marnie, right? Like you went in, you were skeptical, but it still worked. So if you're skeptical and you're getting this treatment, it doesn't matter. You can't, you're not going to block it from, from working, but the treatment will actually open you up and dissolve the skepticism. Cause you're like, I don't know it. I don't really know how it worked. I don't really need to know how it worked. I just know that I've felt differently yeah. from the beginning of the treatment to the end of the treatment. So I'm willing to give it a go. Like, let's do this. Right. But now here's the thing. If you are like, I'm going to go and get a treatment and then I'm going to go and smoke a cigarette and have McDonald's for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to do a whole lot to sustain a change in your body. Yeah. It's, um, you, have to, you have to under, you have to understand that every single behavior, every single thing you ingest, every single thought that you have, every single emotion you don't feel is going to bring that more, that, that back in. So it's a team approach. It's not just, mm -hmm. I do this magical thing and you're cured forever. Like, right. no, 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 no. We're a team. Right. We do this together. This is amazing. So yes. There's no silver bullet. I mean, there's so many people that are in pain. I think like Marnie and you and I at our age, we're just a few years younger than you, Jess. Like everyone's having chronic pain issues now as we age. I feel I'm just like so excited. I'm actually older than you, obviously. I know I got that too, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I don't that's know how old I'm, you guys are. I'm 48. Oops. So I'm definitely older uh, than 44. 44. Yeah. You know that about yeah. me. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
within the same range though. And so I just think this is going to be very eye opening to so many people because there's, you know, I just, I literally feel like last week have talked to people, oh, well, I can get this one shot, but then I don't know what's going to happen. And oh, I may have to have surgery at some point, but I really don't want to do that. I mean, I am just so excited to share what you're doing. I, I have another question, more tactical, I guess, about the process. So going back to you teach people how to treat themselves on a daily basis. What does that look like in terms of just out of curiosity, a time commitment? So if I, you know, train with you or whatever, and then I want to do this ongoing on myself, are you talking five minutes, an hour? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. So um, my, I think 20 minutes is a really, really solid period of time because when we get into our bodies and the first thing that I teach people is how to open up their root. Your root is, I talked about the first energy center that's called the root center. Um, This is not chakras, by the way. I'm not talking about chakras. There's a lot of people that talk about chakras. Um, Chakras are are, uh, what we're really there's a much bigger thing happening on this planet right now, which is that there's a new kind of energy that is available on the planet right now that kind of came in in 2012. And now we're moving into a much different time where our self-healing capacities are much greater than they've ever been. So there's momentum here that we've never had before. I'm watching people heal way faster than I ever did before because of what's happening vibrationally and how much energy is on the planet. So that's number one, that just you connecting in to your body now versus a few years ago has a much greater impact to health. Okay. So that's, that's number one. So and there's a responsibility that we have to start to take ownership over our health and our healthcare. We all know going to the doctor right now is not what you want to do, right? You don't want to go to a medical practice with all of the stuff that's flying around the planet. The last thing that you want to do is be sitting in a medical office building. And we know that our doctors are limited with what they can do with these chronic issues. They'll help you. If you have a life-threatening condition, beautiful. So what do you do if you if it's not life-threatening, but you're just getting kind of sicker and more depleted and more tired and more achy and more cr- Your doctor has nothing right? They're like, okay, you should lose some weight. You should clean up your diet and you should, you know, right. We give, give the pillars of health. The pillars of health are essential. So that's another thing that I teach because I, I walk that walk, you know, I sleep well, I eat from the earth. I exercise every day. I, I get into my body every single day. I cultivate love in my, I mean, I am that person. Like I, I am absolutely authentic in what I do. And I, I practice what I preach through and through. So that is a huge component to what I offer you. But the piece that I bring it to that is unique and nobody else is talking about is the energetic. We have to embody. We embodiment is the key. And 20 minutes a day will completely transform your 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 whole um, your framework. And what I personally recommend and what I personally do is first thing in the morning, you, it is non-negotiable that when you wake up in the morning, you go to the bathroom, you make your bed, you sit down. And you start opening up your root. That is the connection that you have to earth. Earth is the energetic source of everything that comes back up into your body. We get disconnected from that source. We get disconnected from our own healing energy because we live in homes. We wear these clothes. We wear these shoes. We don't go out into nature. We sit all the time. We stagnate energy every single day. So every single day we need to open back up again, open the channel, literally, which is the very first part of our energetic system sits at the very very base of our spines. That's the root. So I teach people how to start by breathing into their root center. 
20 minutes, the reason I'm saying that is because it takes about, I would say five to 10 minutes just to kind of get a sense of your body. And these are all the things that I teach. So how do you do that? We, there's so much that I could say about that. And I know we don't have time to do that in this, in this interview. Um, so ideally, I, I, in, in my embodiment programs, I, I ideally have people do, they, I have them kind of bookend their days. So when I, I have them wake up in the morning, now, if you have 10 minutes, amazing. That's 10 minutes you weren't doing before. Every single moment that you spend in your body transforms the energetic landscape of your body. It moves energy. It will clear out energy. That's the most important thing. We get sick because we've got stagnant energy and it will materialize in all kinds of ways. So what I have people do is a practice in the morning where they literally, I actually, I teach people how to use their hands. The hand centers, these energetic centers, which come through the palms are an extension of your heart. Yeah. So I, I'm, so I'm, I walk around with a wide open heart. I'm just a very big, huge heart person. And I feel energy through my palms, which is just an extension of my heart. So when I work with you, I use my hands. And I teach people how to do that. I teach people how to actually get into their bodies, open up their root, move up through the chain of all these centers, get into all of the cells of the body, activate their hands. Eventually, they'll be treating themselves by feeling energy in their hands and in their body. And it's amazing. It's amazing because that's so empowering, right? When you can do this every day, it's so empowering. You're like, oh my gosh, you go to your doctor once a year just to get, you know, then going to your doctor is an excitement because you're like, hey, I'm doing really well. I'll just go and get my screenings and make sure everything's good. Right. But you're doing proactive healthcare every single day. Oh, I, I love this. I, I know like I have so many questions. We just have to have you come back. Well, you, maybe we could, we can have a part two. Yeah. We, we can have a part two. Absolutely. And I know I'm, I mean, I was on your suit last night and I'm like, I'm going to book something and I did it. And now I am booking a session today with you, um, hopefully soon. So I'm really excited about that. But Jess, you've shared so much, but we love to leave our listeners with just some really practical, simple tips that they can implement into their lives immediately and, you know, just improving their overall health and happiness and really help them find their art of living well. Could you share a couple of things um, as people kind of focus on self-care and their overall health, regardless of where they're at on their health journey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I think number one is acknowledgement. So the very, the, the number one thing that I'm here to teach is that, Um, that we as physicians, I as a physician have been brought into a system that tells you that you have to do something from the outside of your body to get better, to get healthy. And that is absolutely wrong. The health begins inside. So acknowledging that you were born into a body, right? You were created from a beautiful, unbelievable divine collection of intelligence. You became, you were one cell at birth and now you're a whole human being, right? How did that happen? Energy moved in with divine intelligence. It knew exactly what to do. And guess what? Every single one of us still has the exact same intelligence within our bodies that created us from a one cell organism to a human. These are called embryologic healing forces and they're always at play just knowing that. So just the acknowledgement that you are a living, breathing, healing being, and you have the capacity to heal, you absolutely just just know that. Okay, so that's number one is just acknowledging the fact that we were born here to be healthy, our bodies only want to be healthy. And so how do you be healthy just in practicality? 
be mindful of what you do with your body, right? Be mindful of the food that you're eating. Eat from the earth. Don't eat the sugar. Sugar is toxic. It's a cellular toxin. It doesn't, it's not real food. So if you start eating not real food, you're poisoning yourself. Okay. So that's number one health energy. If you're an energetic being, you must move. Energy needs to move when it starts to stagnate it will get you sick over time. The mind is designed to tell you not to change. So if you're sitting at rest, your mind is going to say, don't go for that walk. You're good. We're comfortable here. So overcoming that part, just know that every single day movement is key, absolute essential every single day without fail move your body, even if it's just gentle, slow stretches that you get down on your floor and you start to do, that will start to move the energy through your system. Getting out into nature, vibration is absorbed through nature. Energy, the earth energy that we just talked about as being the healing energy, that is absorbed through nature. So when you go outside, don't be connected to a device. Don't be listening to something on your, you know, on your phone. And you know, don't, like if you go out there and you're like, hey, I'm outside in nature, but I have these, ear, these earphones on and I'm going to listen to that <laughs> podcast and I'm going to listen to that music and you're not connected to your body. So, so when you're in nature and when you're in movement, be in your body. Your body wants you in there. The second you enter into your body, the second that you tune into your body, breathe into your body, get outside and absorb the energy of the earth through your feet and feel it rising up. Guess what it is? The moment you feel that and make conscious connection to it, you liberate energy in dense form in your body. So the pillars of health, be mindful of your emotions, be mindful of your relationships. You know, if so, there's so much that I could go into. The, the, the last thing I do want to say, so so really start to focus in on it's, this is, you get a choice here, right? So we all know how to live well, but how many of us truly do that? And I love that you're both, you know, that you're drinking your green smoothie right now, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> I know the viewers can't, can't see that, but yes, yeah, Stephanie is drinking a green smoothie, right? So get yes. in earth food, be in the earth. The earth lives inside of us and we forgot that, you know, when we wiped the indigenous people off of this planet, we for, they knew, right? And we just got all socialized and that's when we got sick. They weren't sick, we are. So, okay, let's get into the earth. So that brings me to the very last tool, which is this, I'm just gonna guide you. Do I have time just to say, when you get into your body, the most important thing is all about opening up your root. So this isn't one, one tool that you can actually just take into your morning practice. And I encourage everyone, start with five minutes. Okay, so wake up in the morning. And this is what, this is the, this is the visualization. Find a comfortable seat. You can do it while sitting upright. The more upright your spine, the better, because you actually have a vertical energetic channel that lives just in front of your spine and that, and all of the energy centers that I've been speaking about, they, they kind of swell outside of that one channel. So if you're lying in bed, that's totally fine, but it's much more ideal if you're actually sitting upright. I do it on a meditation cushion. If you have a chair that you can be comfortable in, prop yourself up so that you're as upright as possible because then you'll, you'll really open up your energetic channel. I always sit on a stool. I actually have a little, um, like a little inflatable disc. So I'm always moving around. Um, I'll show you, show you guys here. So I just sit on this. Oh yeah, thing. I've seen those. Yeah, these are yeah. Great. G-A-I-A-M. Yeah. Um, and it just, so what, what it does is it, it lets you really find, oh, cool. and I'm sitting on a stool and I always sit on stools. That's another, 
that's another tool. So, you know, because when you sit on a stool, you're engaging your core, you're not slouching, your shoulders are aligned, your, your head is aligned over your torso. Um, so whatever you're doing when you get into your body, and the most important thing that I want to leave people with here is understand the absolute essential importance of being inside of your body every day. We live from our heads up. When we, when we hold energy in our heads, we are crazy people. We just let our mind drive us, right? We're just, we're just constantly like doing the to-do list and then we're in the yes. future and in the past. You're thinking the same uh -huh. thoughts that you thought yesterday and the day before that and see thousands and thousands and thousands of thoughts, right? So we have to get down out of this crazy thing. The mind is insane. It's an unruly toddler and it will just continue spiraling around throughout our lives unless we do something differently. So the very first thing is we have to open our root. And when we do that, we start the circulation of energy from the earth. The most important energy that we get through your system is from this beautiful planet that we've, that we've been born onto because it's the medicine that we all seek, right? Food is medicine. Where does food grow? It grows on the earth. Everything is about the earth and bringing the earth up. So get into your very lowest, go to the pelvic floor. People don't know where that is squeeze the pelvis as if you're pinching off the stream of urine. That's where you want to be. That's where you focus your attention on doing a Kegel exercise. We'll show you exactly where to go. Okay. So squeeze the pelvic floor, pinch off the stream of urine, let it go. Take your attention right there. Now, when your attention is there, bring your attention all the way down there. And imagine that when you breathe in, you're opening up that space, that pelvic floor space from the inside out, as if you can feel the inhalation is starting to, as if, so in the middle of that space, I want you to focus in on a very small spark of light. That's the health. That's the intelligence, the healing intelligence that lives right in the center of everything that hurts you. Everything where dense energy is and every, every energetic center. So when you breathe in, you watch that little spark of light grow. And then when you exhale, you allow the energy that's within that center to just kind of slowly relax and dissolve into the periphery of that space. And every time you breathe in, you stretch the container, you stretch that energy center, you stretch the walls, you let it fill up with the breath. Breath is energy, breath is prana. And then when you exhale, you just let that whole space relax. So you're breathing open this energy center. The inhalation stretches it out, expands it. By the way, I'm tuning into both of you right now. And then when you exhale, you let the energy flow. Now there's a channel that brings you right down to the earth. It's a vertical column and under you is an energy center about two feet down. It's called the earth star. And every single person on the planet has their own individual earth star. So about two feet below you, imagine that there's another pulsating sphere of energy. And when you focus two feet down under you, inhale and notice that there is a pulsation of energy that starts to rise up. So the inhalation brings the energy from the earth up to you through that vertical column. This is our energetic umbilical cord. It's called the central channel. And then now that you're activating the energy under you and that you've spent just a moment activating the first center, the root center, expand your perception so that as you inhale, you're actually seeing the energy from the earth rising up through the channel and into that first center, filling up your lower pelvis from the inside out. And then when you exhale, you're actually releasing dense energy from that first center, letting it flow down through the open channel 
and right back into the earth star who is graciously receiving your dense energy. We work with energy as if we're trees and humans symbiotically in need of one another. We breathe out carbon dioxide, the tree takes it in. The tree manufactures oxygen and provides it to us. That's exactly how this works. So this is the energy that feeds us as it comes up, it rises up with the inhalation, fills our lower pelvis, first center. And then as we exhale, we release the byproduct of those dense energies that we don't need anymore, let them flow right back down the channel into the earth. And that is how you open your root. And just that, five minutes, and there's a lot more that I can teach, but just spending time every day opening back up your root center will supply your entire energetic system beginning at that first center with the energy of the most nourishing frequency. And it will fill you from the inside out. It will ground you down. And this is something that you could do while you're doing your dishes, for example. Just breathing. You could be having a really hard conversation with somebody and you're listening to them and you're giving them space to talk. And you imagine that there's this beautiful earth energy ball below you and you start to tune into it. And as you breathe in your body, because we all have to breathe, most of us have no idea that we're breathing when we breathe. So consciously opening up your first center, breathing up the earth energy right up into it, filling the pelvis from the inside out, and then releasing down, letting the energy from the pelvis flow right back down. It grounds us, it's, it balances us, and it energizes us. It roots us down. So that is the most important thing that I, I tell people. And from there, we can work with each of the other parts of the body. But without that root center being opened, it think, it think of it as like a stopper plug, and it bottles up the whole system. It's amazing. I'm like <laughs> so calm and relaxed right now. Yeah, you just I got want- a little a little mini treatment. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you yes. for that. Um, I know that we've gone way over in time here, but I want to make sure our listeners know how to find you. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Um, so my website is a really great place to go and get access to all of the different offerings. So that's um, you spell the word doctor. So it's D O C T O R. And then it's my name, Jess Bell, J E S S B E L L.com. So drjessbell.com is my website. There you can book a session. You can sign up for a, a free, if you want, I have free 20-minute um, um, consultations just to see if we're going to work together well. Um, you can sign up for group treatments there. And I did want to offer um, to your viewers a complimentary group treatment if you're someone that is um, kind of on the fence, but you're, you're, you want to sample what we're talking about here. Um, and, uh, and so we'll offer these viewers a discount code when the, when the episode airs. Um, We'll give you a free session that will be valid for one week from the time of the episode airing. Um, so we can link that as well. But my website right now is really the best place for people to go and find out about all this stuff. That is awesome. Thank you. And we'll, we'll link all that up in the show notes, um, the code and everything for you guys. So Jess, one final question that we love to ask all of our guests is what does the art of living well mean to you? Oh gosh. Well, um, That is such a beautiful, beautiful question. So for me, the art of living well really has to do with um, being aware that in each and every moment, we have a choice 
Now we can choose to live with the knowledge of our energy system, or we can choose to kind of, which is for me, that's about living very consciously. And what does that mean? It means that everything that I say, everything that I do, everything that I ingest, all of the ways that I'm moving about the earth, it all has a vibrational impact on my system. So if I, so I personally, I spend my days searching for the most aligned choice in my interactions with people and in my interactions with myself. What are my thoughts telling me? We have to start living more consciously. If I am telling myself that I'm not worthy, that I am not a good person, right? If you only, this is, this used to be my story, you know, like I would present really well on the outside of my body. I was a perfectionist. And I thought if I packaged myself well, then everything would be fine. But I inwardly didn't feel that way. And I thought to myself all the time, if I, if you only knew what was going on under the surface, right? So, so the art of living well for me is being very conscious with your intentions and how you're living your life, making conscious food choices, if you want to have a piece of chocolate cake, that's fine. But don't do it unconsciously. You know, if you want to celebrate a birthday and you're consciously eating that chocolate cake and you're enjoying every moment of it because you're celebrating your son or whatever, that actually brings your vibration up. Now, if you're just eating that chocolate cake because you don't want to feel something and you had a horrible day and you're totally stressed out, guess what? That chocolate cake is going to take you down in the wrong direction. So, mm-hmm. you know, every single thing, I want people to know that the art of living well is about the moment by moment choices that we all have to live from a place of energetic alignment versus living in a place of not being aligned, making choices out of victim mentality or scarcity mentality versus making choices out of, wow, this is so amazing. I am so excited about being on this podcast right now. Not, oh God, I hope it goes well, right? What is that doing? I'm so anxious because I just want to come off well. No, no, this is an opportunity for me to tell people how they can be sovereign beings and heal. How amazing. I was so excited. I couldn't wait to get on this podcast today, right? I was just like, yeah, "Yeah, this is so cool because I'm here to speak and to teach and to help people. So that for me is now that, you know, more tangibly, Get outside and move every day. Get out into nature and move every day. Make really, really, really conscious food choices. It doesn't mean you have to be a saint, but eat the food that serves you, whether you're a vegan or a meat eater or a grain person or not a grain person, feel into that. Does How does it feel in your body after you have a meal like that? You'll know. You'll know if you're eating the things you're supposed to be eating. You know, feel into your relationships. How do you want to be in your intimate relationships? How do you want to be in your friendships? How do you want to talk to your family members? You know, how do you want to navigate your job? All of this really matters and spend time every single day inside of yourself, quieting down, turn off the devices, get off the screens, make it a habit that will add, uh, it will cultivate more wanting of that every day. So living consciously and presently and with amazing introspection so that you can always on a moment by moment basis, know what is the most aligned for you. It'll, it'll really allow you. And that's how I live. Amazing. Wow. You just, you just, I know. I was so trying much, to write. so many nuggets here. I, I just love everything you said. I, mean, I almost had chills just thinking about some of the, the, the thoughts that we tell ourselves and where all this stems from. Yep. So um, I can't wait to work with you personally, actually. Um, <laughs> And I can't wait for, I can't wait for our listeners to spread to, the word, to hear this yeah. conversation, to spread the word and to also benefit from the, this gift that you have, because you truly do have a gift, oh, right? 
Um, like you, like you said, this is why you're on this planet in certain for, time. For right? all of you out there listening to this, I feel the gift over Zoom, and I, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's amazing. Who knew that you could feel energy through a computer? Well, and I think exactly. beautiful, and, and what a beautiful note to end on. And what I really just want to impress everyone um, upon everyone here is that we have a mind that is not designed to feel, see, touch energy. I am. And more of us are waking up to that. So this limited belief processing mind of ours is the only thing that's getting in the way of us being able to understand. I'm putting quotations around that. Our mind wants to understand things. Energy is not in a box. You, you know, the three of us are connected. I know we need to go here, but it's, it's about dissolving the limited beliefs and absolutely healing happens over zoom because it, it, it's just, we're all in the same sea of energy always we always have been it's just that we forgot mm-hmm. yes. well yeah thank you so, so much I mean this this truly has been amazing um, I'm going to try using my hands more as I'm talking I know <laughs> um, <laughs> well I'm Italian so I already use my hands so this will be like more real but I do heart. feel that like opening when I'm yes. like if you place your hands in front of your heart center you'll actually and and the way that you will know it is because you'll start to feel a little bit of pressure in your palms yeah you feel magnetic right there's energy is magnetic it has it's electromagnetic so we feel the magnetism right. of the energy field so if you place your hands in front of your heart and open your heart as you talk you will literally feel your hands starting to um tingle you'll start to feel some pressure in your mm-hmm. palms that's your heart opening as you speak our hand heart and hands are the same wow Thank you so this much. This is awesome. This was a gift. This yes. is truly a gift today. Yeah, so much likewise. likewise. And have a wonderful yeah. day. Yeah, you too. I really look forward to continuing okay. on somehow, some way. So yeah. All right. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.